This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. East Carolina picked up a very, very big and important win over Central Florida at home this weekend. They are 5-3, and three, which means they're one win away from bowl eligibility. And it ain't going to be easy to get there. Patrick Johnson, 94-3, the game in Greenville, pre and post for East Carolina football. Sir, did the did the nature of the win surprise you as much as the win? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. If I'm being honest. I like you know, honesty. On honesty is here, good. Right? We're, we're on true, we're on true yeah. planet. So yeah. No, look, I thought this is probably, I think you got to go back to 08. Uh, when uh, they kind of dominated a then top ten West Virginia mm-hmm. team, boy, them were the days, huh? Uh, and that's probably the most complete game ECU has played since then that I, that I can recall. They beat SMU a few years ago, the end of the regular season, but it was you know it was, they weren't playing for quite the stakes that they were playing for. I mean, this was this was a really a, a kind of a, a you know a, a tail kicking in a lot of ways. I mean, yes. you see the final thirty four thirteen. ECU is the faster team, which is kind of surprising. All we heard about is how fast this uh, Central Florida group was. East Carolina was the more physical team, which I don't think was as surprising. Uh, They just, they look great. Holt Naylor's was as close to perfect as you can probably be against a a really quality team, especially on defense. Uh, He got honored as a uh, conference, you know, honorable mention this week in those weekly awards. (laughs) If not for Clayton Toon going nuts with five touchdowns, for, for Houston, he probably would have been the offensive player of the week again. So, look, uh, very impressive. The, the Pirates have two tremendous receivers with great yeah. physical gifts. Keaton Mitchell's healthy, or as healthy as you are this time of year, and he can run virtually away from anybody. The defense was was magnificent. Uh, you know, everything. I, I surprised that they they dominated in a sense in the way that they did. And look, the big moment in the game, Adam, UCF, as you knew they would, comes out the second half. Yes. First drive, they score, Pirates answer, and then from there, it, it seemed like that was maybe they took the best shot from UCF, and, and from there, they kind of dictated what went on the rest of the way. Yeah, that's what I I thought, is that it could have been, it could have gone the other way. You have the nice lead, you jump out 17-0, uh, you have the nice lead, and then uh, Central Florida comes out of the locker room, they score that touchdown, and you think, okay, they're okay and then you answer, and I also thought the way they answered, because a lot of it was Keaton Mitchell. I don't know how many have, like, almost 30 yeah. yards of rushing on that drive. Um, and mm-hmm. it, you you mentioned the Stars, and, yeah, they it, it, they have other wide receivers. Winstead is obviously very good, but um, you got C.J. Johnson having a big game. Mitchell has a big game. Ehlers has a big game. So your Stars were Stars, and it was good to see. It was also a big win, I think, for Mike Houston, though. No? No? Yeah, well, again, that his you know win against SMU when they were twenty third in the nation. That was at the end of the year. SMU came in kind of maybe a little flat, just trying to get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pirates really weren't playing for a ton that day, to be to be quite honest. And you give it, given the stakes, given I mean, for, for all intents and purposes, UCF a top twenty five team. Sure, I mean, they've been ranked. Uh, they are really, really. I mean, they were. Well, I mean, they had rolled up. 70 points and 727 yards the previous game against Temple, who, who are no world beaters by any stretch. But that's the second most 
yards in, a, in an FBS game this year was what they did against Temple. So, I mean, they're very capable of, of scoring points. They're averaging 40 coming in. I was just shocked how, I don't know, ECU kind of, you know, the, the old kind of kick them in the teeth or punch them in the face, and they don't really, they never really punch back outside of that coming out of halftime. Yeah. Uh, ECU really dominated, you know, it, this is where the stats thing, you know, because, you know, they got the same amount of snaps, but at the half, ECU had doubled the snaps that UCF had taken. And, you know, that they just were, it, it was, it, you mentioned 17 nothing Adam. It could have been more. I mean, you, they, they dinked the field goal off yeah. the upright, probably could have punched. I mean, it could have been 28 nothing. But a uh, huge win, good win for Mike, great win for Mike Houston, quite honestly. And I think this is, given how a bit of a listless performance they had at Tulane, who was very good, <laughs> yeah, um, to bounce back and, you know, rallied down 17 the week before and went in four overtimes and then still be, you know, really beat up, come here and and win in the fashion in which they did. I've got to go out to Provo. It's a short week. They go out there Friday, BYU stinging, uh, Liberty torched them. And uh, now it's, you know, kind of BYU playing for their, you know, maybe thought at the beginning of the year, BYU might be playing for an outside shot in the New Year's Six <laughs> as we project these things out. But right. now... They're 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 playing for bowl eligibility. They are. They're uh, BYU, which got off to such a great start, it seemed, is uh, four and four and trying to figure out how they're going to win six games. Who so, uh, now each of the next, we'll just say the next three. I mean, Temple almost seems like like you'd have to really blow it to not beat Temple at this point, right? But right. BYU and then Cincinnati on the road, Houston at home, and Houston looks like they've kind of figured it out. A little bit after uh, after a difficult start to the season. So uh, the last four games, well, certainly the next three, not going to be easy for the Pirates at all. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. They were playing the Big 12 schedule, uh, Adam, a year <laughs> early right. what the Pirates were doing. That's, uh, that's you know, exactly what they just had, right, all four. Right, yeah. Um, look, I, I think it's not going to be easy going out to Provo. you got to deal with, you know, 4,500 uh, feet above sea level altitude and, and BYU's proud. They're going to have a ton of people there what 65,000 yeah. they'll still draw well they can score so we'll we'll see I, I think it's I, gosh I tell you Adam if East Carolina plays like they did uh in that game against Central Florida they can certainly compete and beat anybody oh, yeah. that remains on their schedule I still think Cincinnati there was all for all the talk of UCF I still think Cincinnati is, is the program and to beat in, in the league until you knock them off they are but I just, even though they lost all that, I just, I think they've got the program, that yeah. fabric, you know, running throughout. And, and there's not going to be, they're not reloading maybe necessarily, but there's not going to be this huge drop off. It wasn't a fluky thing what Cincinnati did uh, the last couple of years. No, so, they've been good for a uh, while. That, Cincinnati, this is not a yeah. new thing. Last year was new because they were undefeated, but it was, right. they've been right. good for a while now. 
Well, look, Adam, I just, as a, you know, pirate alum, it's just good to beat the 2017 national champ. That's all I got to <laughs> really say today. It's just really great. And look, UCF has, not, you know, really, they've won six in a row over ECU coming in. Mm-hmm. And we think back to that whole, or the, uh, the Hail Mary against the Pirates on that Thursday night. Oh, when George O'Leary was still coaching and Ruffin McNeil was in green. It just seemed like ever since that moment in time, the Pirate fortunes in their program went down. So maybe, you know, exercised a little bad juju the other night as well. You send the Knights on to their way to the Big 12. Goodbye. And uh, they're a cocky Florida bunch, Adam. They're a yes. co- I, I, you know, I worked down there in Orlando for a couple of years, so I, I got the front row seat to it. And, you know how it is. You know how Florida football is. It's a big, like by the way, SEC. it's also it's a very just, big yeah. school. Central Florida is not a small oh, no, school. It's, yeah, it's, it's actually the really biggest done. school in the state of Florida. Yeah, and here's what they've really done a good job the last few years. They have cultivated their students. I mean, they get fifteen or 20,000 students at the game. That sounds crazy, but it's, I mean, it's the case. That's where the majority of their crowd comes from. And, you know, they've done a really nice job of, of taking kind of the, uh, you know, erector savvy type of stadium, that's just sketch type of stadium and, and making it to like a pretty decent home field environment. So they've poured money into it. I mean, mm-hmm. it, there's no coincidence the three out of the American that are going to the Big 12 are the ones that have spent the most money on their athletic programs right. and their football programs the last few years. So Patrick, but no, I, Cincinnati's the one to beat. So there you go. Patrick Johnson, 94-3, the game in Greenville. Before we let you go, uh, and because so much of this year has been, how do you take another step? Um, does mm-hmm. this and whatever happens over the next, I mean, they can't fall off a cliff, but does a win like this, first of all, does it erase Navy? Uh, and does it make it really feel as though there has been another step taken? I, I, you'd like to think that that's always the, uh, that's the thing we all strive for as fans, isn't it, Adam? Mm-hmm. Uh, our favorite team, they, they, they look like they can beat anybody one week and, you know, the next week they look like they, they never practiced. So, you know, that's, that's part of it is just harnessing that consistency. ECU's sort of stared prosperity in the face with huge wins over the years. And they, it's just kind of putting it together. Good to great teams put it together on a consistent basis. But it, it was really, you know, just, it had a big feel atmosphere on on Saturday mm-hmm. uh, for a for a late October night game in Greenville. The, the crowd, I think, was really into it. It was a pretty decent crowd, all things considered. So, no, that was that was a good win. That's a win that you should be able to believe in a little bit. And I, I really go back to Memphis. I think rallying from down seventeen. You, you couple this win with you know having the resolve to do that, mm-hmm. and, and I think that might be the turning point. And, you know, frankly, what got the Pirates to seven wins last year was they they rallied uh, on the road at, at Marshall in the fourth quarter. Right. Down, you know. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was a wild winning. game. Yeah. And that kind of was the turning point. You know, from then, the Pirates were in every game from, from really that point on. Even played Cincinnati pretty tough at the end of the year. So I, I think this is a – this is that step in that direction – for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. 
Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Everybody still believes very much in what Mike Houston's vision is, and, and he's done a fantastic job. I mean, you know this, Adam, because you've been around. <laughs> this, uh, Scotty Montgomery, this thing was, <laughs> was, was dead. Yeah. I mean, it was on life support. It, yeah. I mean, it was not a good situation at all. He stepped into a, in this day and age especially, Skip Holtz was in town this weekend. It was great to see him. He did a heck of a job resurrecting yep. the pirate program. Uh, and getting two conference USA championships back, you know, years ago. Scott, Skip Holtz? Skip Holtz? Skip Holtz, yeah. Right, this no, was no. the worst situation that Houston took over, I, I think, than what Holtz did. Oh, it's very possible. Uh, Scotty Montgomery, in a way, was another version of John Thompson, right? When John Thompson yeah. took over for Steve Logan. And uh, it had to be rebuilt after that. And it had to be rebuilt after Scotty Montgomery, Patrick Johnson at P uh, PJ on air, or it's a P man P man on air. I don't want to call it PJ on air. P man on air. Ninety four three the game in Greenville. I appreciate your time, my friend. We'll do it again soon. Always great to talk to you, Adam. Take care. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.